Welcome to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest is Janice Rossi, co-founder and senior VP of marketing at Rover Score. Janice, it's great to have you on the show. Jeremy, thank you so much. It's fantastic to be here. I appreciate it. Engage Your Tribe is brought to you by Tribal Knowledge Podcasting. We are a full-service B2B podcasting agency, and we help B2B brands Use podcasting as a fun and efficient way to have authentic, non-salesy conversations with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. You can learn more at tribknowledge.com. So Janice, tell us a little bit about yourself, about your background in marketing and about RoverScore. Sure. Thank you. My Basically, my love for marketing and experience began years ago, unfortunately, with event management and took a shift to a larger role around 2003, where... I joined uh, CoreLogic SafeFront within this multifamily industry and began to manage and enhance their direct marketing and events, which resulted for a larger gain in market share for them. We basically re responsibilities evolving thereafter and of course changing with a few companies too. have stayed within this multifamily ever since, mainly because I do believe it's truly one large family. It's funny that it's mm -hmm. multifamily industry. Yeah, absolutely. So Rover Score, what, what are you guys all about? Yeah, gosh. So Rover Score, it's interesting. Primary product focus has always been software. And then until recently, it's new, it's technology. So I'm able to pour my passion for marketing into Rover Score as a founding partner of the startup company, which launched just last June. Rover's technology is um, designed to score, benchmark, and monitor a community's network connectivity and assigns mm -hmm. a unique score to um, each community based on three core pillars of our data that we're collecting. The score provides the owner and operator as well as the consumer or resident, in this case, a means um, to promote the quality and connectivity, connectability throughout that entire community, giving them like true transparency into something that's been unknown in the past. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. What a great idea. Because yeah. of course, like every, you know, property, like apartment building is going to say, we have Wi-Fi. It's great. But what does that actually mean? It's not all Wi-Fi connection is created equal. So I can see how people looking for a place to live. That's definitely going to be something you want to know about. Absolutely. And I think unfortunately, one good thing that came out of the pandemic, unfortunately, was the awareness and need to have that quality connectivity for everybody, just people in an office, students and people working remotely. That huge shift really has helped us provide a great base for our company. Yeah, really cool. So now you guys are a very new company and you're just in those early stages of kind of building everything out, including marketing. And so you have to be very strategic about how you allocate resources. So what's that like for you? What's your strategy for allocating marketing resources at this stage of the business? Yeah, it's a great question. As a startup with a new concept and entirely new, it's not a product that has been out there before. The need to educate, proof of concept, demonstrate value, become a trusted source of data and business partner is crucial. So basically we rely on direct distribution strategy to owner operators using a variety of marketing channels from account-based marketing content, event, digital, and influencer marketing, which is um, influencer marketing is huge at the early stage. People want to see mm. what their peers are doing and how they're doing it. So that has really um, been a, a solid resource for us as well. But And with Rover's sources, 
being limited, identifying that medium that will produce the most ROI is, you know, the biggest determining factor right now, for sure. Yeah, definitely. So you, you mentioned influencer marketing. Can you give us some, an example of what that looks like? Like who are the influencers that you turn to? Sure. So price company, Adam Byerly, who is their chief operating officer has been instrumental for uh, Rover. He's he was an early adopter and has been, I feel, in the trenches with us and um, has just been able to be our go-to for several other clients that we're in front of and want to get a perspective from the owner-operator side. Like, what's been, what has he seen? How has it been beneficial? How are they using it? And he's just been a great champion for us and appreciate him. And I think that's been key. And as well as Chris Richards, who's, she is at Core Spaces and she's also been um, instrumental in pushing it out there. And with huge respect for both of these, you know, industry stakeholders, that um, means a lot to us. And it's so needed at this, again, mm -hmm. this early stage with the proving, proving that proof of concept to them. Yeah, definitely. Now, how consciously are you already thinking about three years down the road, five years down the road, what marketing needs to look like then? Is that the kind of thing where you start right now and build out like a master plan as a guideline? Or do you more kind of focus on what's going on now and then adjust as you go? Or is it a little bit of both? Yeah, I would say it's a little both, really. I don't know that I would call it a master plan at this moment. It's more of a wireframe, but mm -hmm. just based on being a startup that's not quite a year old, several shifts and pivots need to happen and we need to remain flexible, but we do, we are looking one year, two years for sure with our goals and what we need to accomplish to get to the next level and gain market share, et cetera. It's definitely, there's a, it's a more than a thought, but it's not a master plan, unfortunately, since we're so in, in a flux state right now. Of growing and yeah. So I think, right, you don't want to spend too much time and energy trying to block out like what the next three years are going to look like because whatever you put down, things are going to change and you'll need to pivot. But you have to have some conception of what it might look like, but Absolutely. not get too bogged down in the weeds. That's what I would think. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I guess continue with. The content marketing, which is huge. I'm not sure brand awareness continue with that. And how are we getting the awareness out to consumers, which is our primary focus is B2B and B2C is a different, is a different beast. And so that will be yeah. a whole other focus and shift for us and additional resources needed for that. So that's where, when we gain enough market share to, when we hit that goal, we'll be able to like shift. And we're hoping that's in, in year three, but I don't know if that's mm -hmm. too, um, too dreamlandish, but um, we'll see. You'll find out. You'll see. Right, for sure. All right. So a couple quick questions here at the end. What have you been focusing on in Q1? Yeah, gosh. So I can't believe we're already in the middle of Q1, but retention, yeah, retention, monetizing existing clients and increasing the lead and brand awareness with more and more focus on content. So white study, case studies, white papers, blogs, and getting those, getting that has been my focus. We've been mm -hmm. um, lacking in that in the past year, 2021. So, um, Soon, like within days, I'll have several blogs and a case study, hopefully out on the on the website and for use for pushing more awareness and leads to our, to, our, to road. Mm -hmm. Okay, very nice. So, what are the top three KPIs that you and your co-founders pay attention to? 
Sure. For marketing, my KPI, the KPIs would be marketing revenue attribution, where, where that's coming from, the customer acquisition cost from both sales and marketing. What's that looking like? How much are we spending um, to get that acquisition from lead to a client? And then the traffic to lead ratio, what's that looking like? And those are um, the three most important for us at the moment. Okay. And then finally, what do you hope to accomplish this year? Sure. I would say continue to driving value for our clients and ensuring residents are able to receive reliable connectivity and of course, remaining flexible with product enhancements and pivots while we are achieving our growth goals and continue having a blast doing it. Mm -hmm. Emphasis on continue having a blast. <laughs> for sure. Right. <laughs> right. <have> <laughs> Yeah. And it's, it sounds really cool. Like you guys are in a really great moment to do this and yeah, best of luck. I'm going to definitely be following the company and, and watch as you guys continue to grow. Yeah, please do. I'd love it. That's great. And thank you for this opportunity to be here again today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Really enjoyed our conversation. Yeah. Likewise. That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. You know you want to. If you're a marketer or an internal communicator and you're interested in podcasting, we've got tons of free resources on the website at tribknowledge.com. That's T-R-I-B knowledge.com. Thanks for listening and staying engaged.